0: Sup, sup, sup. What's up? Happy you're here, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Let's dive in. I'm just so excited about this topic, so we're just going to dive in no fluff. If you are wondering, though, AC is back and hopefully for a long time. We're good. Office is cool. Benji's happy. Everything's great. Trending up. So I want to dive into this episode because It's something that I talk about a lot and I don't know if I've ever really explained what I mean by thought management. Like I talk about managing your mind and you hear me talk about it and my clients are familiar with this as well, but let's talk about healthy thought management because I've definitely shared parts of it, but I'm going to break it down for you today. So last episode, I talked a lot about being an emotional adult and being an emotionally mature adult is a byproduct of managing our thinking. So we're gonna talk about how to do exactly that. Most of us don't even realize that many of our thoughts do not serve us. We think the circumstances in our life create our experience in the world. But really, what I've mentioned and I'm going to continue to mention, thank you, shout out my coach, Brooke Castillo, our thinking about our life is responsible for how we experience the world. Let me repeat that. Our thinking about our life is responsible for how we experience the world. So I hear this a lot with clients who are so stressed about their job and they hate their job and they're miserable with their job and they just think that it's their job that's making them miserable. And I'm like, no, 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 my friend, It is not your job that's making you miserable. It's these thoughts that are making you miserable. They're not serving you. So managing our minds and deciding being intentional about what we want to think about is the secret sauce to living a happy, wonderful life. There is no way around it. If we constantly think positive, wonderful things that we truly believe about ourselves, we will feel much happier than if we think negative thoughts about ourselves and other people. This is the truth. Now is this the only way? No. It's not about being happy all the time, but if you want to be happy all the time, it's really as simple as choosing thoughts and believing these thoughts about ourselves. That's the key is believing it to be true. Now the question is, are we good at making choices about how we want to think? And the answer is no. <laughs> like we're not, and I myself included. Especially before I got into this work, I was not managing my mind. What does it even look like to manage Your thoughts in a healthy, productive way that nourishes and supports our goals in life. And we got to dive into this today. And we're also going to dive into what unhealthy thought management looks like as well. So we want to know the difference between what healthy thought management and unhealthy thought management looks like. And then we also want to dive into the kinds of thinking that people who practice healthy thought management have. So I'm going to leave you with some tangible things that you can practice thinking and what you can do to work towards it if you're not there yet. Cool? So healthy thought management means being mindful of one's mind. How's your mind feel? Blown? (laughs) Healthy thought management means being mindful of one's mind. So it's important to review and understand that there are things in the world that happen that we have no control over. Other people, our past, things that have happened to us. We don't control those things. We have no control over them. But we do have control over what we think about those things and what we make those things mean. A lot of times I will hear people say, I don't feel like I have control over my thinking. And the reason why people don't feel like they have control over their thinking is because they aren't even aware of what they're thinking. So if we want to manage our thoughts, we need to become aware of how we're thinking first. And I'm not just talking about being more mindful in our lives. I'm talking about becoming more mindful of your mind. Thinking about thinking. (laughs) It's so crazy, right? Just like... Thinking about thinking, thinking about what's going on in your mind, thinking about why you think the way you think and whether you want to continue to think the way you're thinking. Yeah, lots of thinking going on. Does your brain hurt yet? When I start working with new clients, they're like, my brain hurts. I'm like, yeah, because you're thinking about thinking. Your brain wants things to be efficient. It doesn't want to have to think about thinking. It just wants to go on autopilot. So when people's brain hurts or they're like exhausted, they're doing it right. Now, this is deep work, but once you start observing your mind, once you start kind of just like eavesdropping without attaching to it, you start to understand that you are not your brain. You start to actually understand that you are the observer. You are the witness of your mind. See, the reason why you are the way you are in this moment in time is because your brain has been programmed inadvertently without your consciousness or deliberateness. You haven't been telling your mind what to do, so your mind is busy telling you what to do. It's so bossy. And here's the deal. You're obeying. Why? Because it's your mind. But when you start to recognize that the reason you act this way is because of what you're thinking, this can change everything for you. That awareness in itself is going to help big time on this journey of growth, transformation, and change. So what does happen when people start to become aware of their thinking? Sometimes I'm aware of what I'm thinking, but what I'm realizing is I'm only thinking about how I'm not worth anything. And I'm thinking about how I'm not good at anything and I'm not useful. And it's all these negative thoughts. And then we want to hide from it because all those thoughts are making us feel terrible. But the thing is, it's powerful to know what you're thinking, but you can't stop there. Once you become aware of all your negative thinking, you don't want to go, okay, now I'm a more mindful person and then pump the brakes. Like, no, 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 That is just this small, tiny step. When you start doing this work, and it is work, but it's the best work you can possibly do in my opinion, you know, you're aware of your thinking, you're aware of your feelings and all of this stuff. You're like, okay, now What? I know what I'm thinking. I know what I'm feeling. All this stuff is here and it's pretty terrible. So now what do I do? Right? There's always this like missing piece. And that's how a lot of this personal development work is, is like, cool, I have this awareness, but how do I integrate this? What do I do with all of this? Once you become aware of your thinking patterns and your feeling patterns and how you are reacting to them, you have the opportunity to catch yourself before you react. So when you recognize that something is just a thought-feeling combination and not something you have to react to, that's when you get to start changing the behavior patterns. Frickin' powerful, right? If you don't tell your brain what to focus on or what to think about, it will go into these old patterns. The brain likes to do what it's good at. It wants to be efficient. What it's good at, it's stuff that it's done a lot. And unfortunately for us, that's a lot of negative thinking, right? It's a lot of negative, anxiety, frustration, producing, thinking, right? Overwhelm, it just gets really good at thinking thoughts that make us feel overwhelmed. So let's talk about how we can get our brain to work for us instead of against us. Because choosing to manage your thoughts doesn't mean avoiding them. Healthy thought management means choosing thoughts. Okay so that's all that it is it's intentional thinking it's intentional it's like showing up for yourself in a very intentional way because when you are managing your thoughts you might think that if you allow a negative thought to come up, that you're going to get a negative result. That's why <laughs> we don't like to journal, because if we see the negative thoughts we're afraid about, it's going to create a negative results for us. So let me clarify, because this is a huge distinction, because you really, truly To get the most out of this work is to allow everything, allow your thoughts, allow your feelings, because once you allow them, you increase your awareness of them so you can decide how you want to react or respond to them. So you don't want to resist your thoughts or feelings, because if you resist them, you block them out of your consciousness. But that doesn't mean you stop thinking or feeling. You most likely will still be reacting to them because they're still present, even though it's subconsciously. Because what we resist, persists, And this is why so many of us feel so out of control all the time. We feel like... We don't know why we do what we do. Like, I don't want to eat that much food. I don't want to yell at my spouse. I don't want to watch TV all the time. I don't want to be on social media for hours, but we just can't seem to control it. And the reason we're unable to control our actions is because we're unaware of the thoughts and the feelings that are driving them. Once we become aware, it becomes much easier to notice the thought or the feeling before the reaction happens and make an intentional and deliberate Choice. The choice can happen at a thought level when you start directing your mind and telling it what to think. So you might be thinking, okay, so I'm having a lot of negative thoughts. So tell me how I can become more positive. I, right? everybody's all about the positive thinking. And I, trust me, I love being positive. You know me. If you know me, you know I'm all about that positive life. The thing is you can't get to the positive until you acknowledge the negative. If there's any emotion, it must be allowed. The emotion is there. It comes from your thoughts. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a vibration going through your body. Because when you allow the emotion, you won't be so freaked out by the negative thoughts and words as they appear in your brain because they will appear. Oh, you better believe it. They'll be there because that's what you've trained your brain to do just by living your life. And guess what? That's okay. You're not supposed to live your whole entire life with positive emotion. Negative emotions are a part of the human experience and it's necessary to allow them and feel them. Let me repeat that. Negative emotions are a part of the human experience and it's necessary to allow them and feel them. This is one of the most life-changing things that I have ever learned because for most of my life, I just focused on positive emotions. And as soon as I started feeling negative emotions, I thought I was broken and something was wrong. And I was constantly searching for things outside of me to feel better. And it just kept perpetuating this problem. And then once I learned that the negative emotions were a part of being a human, oh my gosh, magic. I stopped caring about being happy all the time and I just started caring about being human all the time. And that's opened me up to this amazing experience of what it's like to be a human. And the universe has reciprocated that love because I'm open to all of it. And what I've learned is when you feel sad about something, it's a choice. We want to feel sad about something sometimes. Sometimes we feel upset about something or frustrated. And sometimes those are the ways that we want to feel. And by allowing yourself to feel the way you want to feel is a huge piece of it. And this was huge for me when I was going through pregnancy loss. There was a part of me that was like, it's all going to be okay. Let's just muscle through this. And then I just learned that sadness was just going to be a part of my experience for a long time. And I was totally okay because I just learned to be open and allowed it. And once I did, all those other emotions like joy felt so much more magnificent. Laughing, it, like it, it just shifted how I experienced the other vibrations. So Choosing thoughts that make you feel sad is, a, is okay. You don't have to choose thoughts that make you feel happy all the time. And the other piece of all of this is just noticing. You know, when you feel a negative emotion, you don't have to resist or avoid or react to it. Just simply feel it. Feel the resistance. Feel the anxiety. Feel the frustration. If you're willing to feel those emotions, you'll stop reacting to them. You'll stop reacting to them and you'll stop perpetuating them and you'll be on better way to healthy Thought management. Now, when you allow yourself to just feel the negative emotion, you will be able to access the thought that's causing it. Now, most people make the mistake at this point because they just want to get rid of it. They want to get rid of the negative thinking. I can't believe I'm thinking this. I have such low self-esteem. I can't believe I'm such a terrible person. I'm the worst. So when you resist that, you can't understand it. But I like to understand and allow everything because then you can own and release it. One of my favorite things that I've experienced with my clients is when I walk them through the process of just allowing in an emotion. It is so beautiful. And I, I close my eyes. I and walk them through describing what an emotion feels like. And I've talked about this before, but one of the most amazing things that comes up is after they process the emotion, I ask them what thought created that. Instantly, they know. My life wasn't supposed to be this way. Everything is so hard for me. I'm never gonna find my person. Like literally, it's like, boom. And we can work with that because they can own it and release it. And oh my God, it's so powerful. I see my client like shift into their power in that moment. And it gives me the chills every time I think about it. So let's talk about transitioning from a negative to a neutral thought because everyone has negative thoughts from time to time. If you noticed you have a lot of thoughts about yourself, like I'm not good enough. I am a terrible person. I'm never going to be able to lose weight. I'm just not as talented as other people. I'm not as beautiful. Whatever comes up for you, you can greet that thought with compassion and curiosity. Welcome it. Notice that it's just what you're thinking. And once you do that, then you can drop into curiosity. Ask yourself why you're choosing to think that thought and acknowledge that it's something that you have chosen to think. Be compassionate with yourself. I can't say this enough. Be compassionate with yourself. And that in itself makes it so much easier to release because as long as you're pushing it away from you, it's going to be really hard to acknowledge it and hold it in your palm of your hand. I like to think about these thoughts that I have, especially the negative ones a sentence is that I can hold in my hand and observe. Like literally I'm holding up my hand right now. And when I do that, it's like looking at it. Like, is this something I want to continue to think or not? And once I do that, I actually gain authority over the thought because now I get to choose what I want to think. So this is different than just thinking positive thoughts, right? It's not pretending to think positive. It's not thinking, I wish I believed that I was thinner. I wish I was believed that I was beautiful. So I'm just going to go around and say it, even though I don't believe it, (laughs) right? Like I am beautiful. I am smart enough, whatever it is. You have to remember all replacement thoughts are just focused thinking. You can't convince yourself of it. It has to be believable and it has to feel good. So yeah, you can be, that's why affirmations don't always work because you're like saying it, but you don't really believe it and it doesn't feel good. And of course, in the beginning, it's not going to feel natural, but over time, it'll start to feel better. So one of the important things to do is move up the scale of thinking towards a better feeling thought. So if you're thinking to yourself, I'm not good enough, don't try to just go right into I'm the best in the whole entire world. It's rainbows and butterflies. Don't do that. We want to ladder these thoughts. So instead of going for, I'm not good enough, I'm not worth anything, to, I'm a human. I'm a human being. Do you notice how that thought is more neutral? It takes away some of the negative connotation and it allows you to shift into a different feeling without trying to pretend anything. So, you know, I have a lot of people that tell me they feel fat and that's not a feeling, right? So it's a thought of, I have a fat body, something along those lines. And what's interesting is most of us eat when we feel that way, right? If we're thinking, I'm just fat, and then you just eat. (laughs) And when we do this, and I'm laughing because I've definitely done this before, it's just an important pattern to understand And instead of pushing it away or judging it, to be compassionate and non-judgmental about it. You know, when we think the thought, I have no self-worth or I'm not worth anything, how does it feel to think that way? And once you feel that emotion, how do you act? How do you show up? It's so fascinating. You know, you just observe, you know, not try to change anything. You have a thought, you feel a certain way, and then what do you do? Because then you can catch your thinking. When you notice and you observe, then you can catch it and then you can switch to, I was created by something bigger than myself and I am here and I matter. A lot of people can't get to the place where they believe they even matter, but they can get to a place where they know they have matter right? They exist. So just by making that shift from a negative to a neutral thought can be life-changing because that's the first step. It's important to recognize that this is a part of the process towards healthy thought management. So before moving forward with how to do thought management and start implementing positive thoughts, I want to make sure that I point out that the process of working towards healthy thought management includes obstacles that you're going to encounter. So thought management requires accepting your emotions, making the shift to neutral and then eventually positive. Thought management is not about thinking, oh my God, there's always negative thoughts. I'm going to push, push, push against them so I can only think positive, happy thoughts. That's not it. We're not here to just think happy, positive thoughts. That's not it. The point is to notice the negative thoughts, but don't dwell on them. The thing about noticing the thoughts is we're not afraid of them because all they're going to do is create a negative emotion. And at the end of the day, there's no emotion that we can't feel, right? Emotions are just vibrations in our body. They're no big deal. They're harmless. Here's what it looks like in terms of what you say to yourself. Okay. I can feel any negative emotion. If my boss yells at me, I have a thought he shouldn't yell at me. I feel frustrated. I'm willing to feel all of that. I'm willing to notice it and I don't have to continue to think that way. I can also notice that it's a choice. Next time he yells at me, I can choose to think something different, but I may not. And if I don't, it's all good because there is no emotion that I'm not willing to feel. So that's the first thing to recognize, is managing your mind requires accepting your emotions. Now, it doesn't just stop at feeling your emotions because there's a big difference between willing to feel an emotion and being willing to react to emotion. You don't have to choose to react to it by resisting or avoiding it. When we react to ourselves or avoid ourselves, that's when we go into this compulsive behavior. And that's when we start acting in ways that we don't want to act. I'm giggling too, because it's what I think about with recording this episode. I am heading out of town and I wanted to record it before I left. And I was overwhelmed by all the things that I have to do before I leave. And instead of doing the things that I needed to do, the compulsive behavior was checking Instagram, checking my email, doing everything other than the things that I had written down. And I acknowledged it and I was like, well, what is the feeling? that I am avoiding right now. And it was just overwhelm and overwhelm is an indulgent emotion. So I just accepted and then I redirected it and I got my booty down here because I wanted to record this episode for you. So I laugh because this is what thought management is about. And it's not about having perfect, clean thoughts all the time. It's about acknowledging what you're doing and how to redirect it so you can produce the results that you want in your life. And if we can do it on the smaller scale, then we can absolutely do it on the big scale. That's what this is all about, my friend. So thought management requires accepting your feelings, and it doesn't just stop at feeling your feels. Thought management requires you to separate yourself from your thoughts. See, the issue for most of us is that we believe we're our thoughts. And you hear me say this all the time. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. We believe that what we think is true about ourselves and we believe that what we think is who we are. So if we believe a bunch of negative thoughts about ourselves, then we believe that we're just a negative person. And the truth is, those are just thoughts that isn't who we are. Those are just thoughts that we've decided to think unconsciously. And what's great is you can choose to think something different. I was just working with a client the other day and she had this belief that she's a terrible person. And she's just believed this for like nine years. An action she took when she was younger has followed her and her behavior has been showing this belief, the way that she's been treating herself. And the other day we really got to the bottom of it and she was able to shift it. It's a matter of acknowledging it, owning it, releasing it, and then shifting into a more neutral place because it was harder for her to believe like she couldn't stop believing this. Like, this was very ingrained. So, we had to pick it apart so she could start looking at different ways to think about herself. And that's really what it's about. So, to go off of that example, because we tend to do this, is hang out in the past a lot. Like, observing your thoughts doesn't mean you have to dig into your past. So when you approach this process with resistance and anger, you're going to get into big trouble because you're going to start adding negative thoughts on top of negative thoughts. You're going to start beating yourself up for having negative thoughts, and then you're going to try to push away the negative thoughts. And then you're going to pretend like you don't have the negative thoughts. Do you see how this cycle works? And so what is important is to step back and say, that's just a thought. That's interesting. That's super fascinating. Why would I choose to think that I don't have any self-worth? Now I'm not suggesting you go back into your past and find deep, dark reasons. I'm just offering that you can ask yourself some empowering questions. So going off the example of my client who believed that she was a terrible person, she had a whole story. And instead of digging into it It was just expanding and trying to get a little bit more curious about why she was choosing to think that now, right? So here's some questions that you can ask yourself once you bring a negative thought or belief to life. Why would I choose to think that now? If I'm conscious of that thought and I notice that it's there, is this a thought that I want to keep thinking? Why or why not? What about this? When I notice the thought, am I able to be open and welcome it with compassion and curiosity and notice what feeling it's causing in me. And just being able to stay open to that, seeing if you can stop reacting to whatever that feeling is because you're willing to feel an emotion and seeing if you can change what your brain is focusing on. That's how you take back your power. So we've talked about thought management, healthy thought management, and going from a negative thought to a neutral thought. The North Star that everybody wants is shifting into positive thought management. One of the most amazing tools that you have at your fingertips, and this is why I believe that coaching is so powerful, is asking questions. And then the other thing that can help you shift into positive thought management is another one of my favorite things to do, is goal setting. And both of these things, asking questions and goal setting, is one of the, I I mean, I honestly think that the best way to direct your brain Questions and goal setting. When we use our imagination, it can either fuel anxiety or creativity. So if we're worrying about something and creating anxiety for ourselves, we have to take ownership over that. But just the same way that we worry and create anxiety, we can focus on creating something bigger and more wonderful. Right? It's like we're all creating this with our mind. So, are we going to choose to create anxiety or are we going to choose to create creativity? <laughs> like, that's the power of our thinking. If you direct your mind in a way so that it thinks about creation, such as a goal that you want to create or a future you want to have, you start using your imagination. You start putting your brain to work at what you want it to do. Think about that. It's like, Your brain is an employee and it's a tool and something that it's been given to you to utilize. If you don't manage your brain, AKA your employee, if you don't tell it what to do, it's just going to keep repeating itself instead of being told what to repeat. So when you tell your brain to repeat something, it gets better at it, right? The reason why it defaults to old thinking is just because it's used to repeating that pattern. So how do we do this? How do we use these tools to create positive thought management? So one of the best ways would be focusing on a goal each day, direct your mind as if it's working for you. This is how you're going to manage your brain. This is how you get to show up for your life. Your brain is an amazing tool, and one of the best ways to manage it is by having a really exciting goal to think about every day. So the trick is looking at your goal every day and telling your brain, this is what I'm going to focus on. Recently, I've been doing a book club, um, Law of Success, and also Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and he talks about this in great detail. He talks about how the brain needs to be thinking about what it wants and it needs to repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat, and then it will go about its business of doing. So... This is very, 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 very important. So if you have a big goal or a vision, you want to look at it every single day. I suggest taking even a step further and writing down your goal and continuing to do that because when you do that, you're priming your brain to start taking the action towards that goal. So you're going to focus on a goal each day to move into positive thinking, and then you're also going to ask yourself amazing questions. So some questions that you can ask yourself daily, how can I feel great today? How can I contribute today? What can I do to have a good day? What can I think about that's going to create a lot of positive emotion? When you ask your brain questions like these, it can't help but find the answer. Our brain is constantly looking for a solution. This is what our brain is trained to do. It loves to answer questions. So I do want you to be aware that you can ask yourself the wrong questions. And that's what we're usually doing. We're usually asking ourselves the wrong questions. And I'm going to do a whole episode about this because this stuff is mind-blowing how simple it is and effective so if you ask yourself a disempowering question your mind is going to give you a lot of negative thoughts like why am I so tired why am I so stupid why don't I have any self-worth what's wrong with me (laughs) like if you ask yourself those questions it's going to tell you all the answers it's going to tell you all these thoughts to think and you're going to feel negative emotion but if you ask a positive question if you give it thoughts to think that are positive like Why am I so lucky or why is my life so amazing or what's right with me? Your brain is going to come up with all these positive answers. Make sense? These questions are going to help get your brain focused. They're going to tell your brain what to do. And you're going to be living in a land of positive thinking on purpose. Doesn't that sound so dreamy? Isn't that where we all want to be? So what to do now? Now that you have gotten the gist of thought management and... You're set on a goal, and you're going to ask yourself positive questions, it's time to program your brain with little reminders. So once you come up with some thoughts that you really do believe in, it's time to practice them. So maybe you set reminders on your phone, like an alarm. Maybe you use sticky notes. Maybe you put it on a note card. Maybe you put it on your mirror, on your computer, wherever you need reminders, because you want to remind yourself of what you want your brain to be thinking. You need to feed it. You need to fuel it. You need to nourish You need to tell it what you want it to do because it's the most amazing supercomputer in the world. If your brain doesn't care if it thinks negative or positive thoughts, it's just a thinker. It just does what it's told. If it's being told negative things for years, that's what it's gonna know how to do well. If it's been told positive things for years, that's what it knows how to do. And the awesome part about all of this is you can decide to change that. It's like a radio station. It's like a frequency. If you wanna think different thoughts, you are the one that gets to program it. So to practice thought thought management, we first need to figure out what the heck you're thinking. So step one, do a brain dump, write out your thoughts, really become aware of it. And then once the thoughts are there, it's time to be willing to feel any emotion. Don't be afraid to feel. The worst thing that can happen is you experience a vibration in your body. That's all that a feeling is. You're willing to feel anything, you won't be afraid of your thinking. You will not be afraid to look at it. So once you do that, you're going to stop reacting to your emotions. And then you're going to be in your power because you're going to just be aware of them. And once you're in that place, my friend, you get to decide how to start changing how you feel by changing how you think. You can replace those nasty negative thoughts with neutral runs and eventually shift into that lovely la-la land of positive thinking. You'll create what you want with your mind and ultimately deliver to you in your life. That's the secret sauce, my friend. It's so simple. We just have to do the work. So let's take some action. There's a lot of action you can take from this episode. One, what is the goal? What's the goal that's going to excite you every day? The goal that you're going to look at? I want to know, tag me. If you like this episode, tag me on Instagram, what that goal is, put it out there into interwebs. And then the second thing is print the questions that I mentioned in this episode, empowering questions to ask yourself. Now, if you want to believe that you are worthy, if you want to believe that you are enough, I want you to start asking yourself, why, why am I enough? And your brain's going to answer. It's going to tell you all the reasons why you're enough. And you're going to start to feel that shift. I promise you that. This is what I love to do. This is literally what I'm on this earth. My purpose is to help people shift their thinking and break down their limitations. So if you are confused or stuck on anything that I talked about today and you want help with this and you want to shift into that positive thinking place and you're feeling a lot of resistance, let me know because I would love nothing more to have a chance than to chat with you and see how I can help. I have one spot left for September. I have a wait list going for October. So if you're interested, there's only a limited amount of one-on-one spots that I am taking for the rest of the year. And then I'm shifting into this new program that I cannot wait that I have been working my buns off for you because I want to find a way to make this work more tangible and accessible and all the good things. So if you're interested, make sure you sign up for updates, sign up for my text messages because I will be sharing the deets through my texting first, um, but be on the lookout because there's some things happening over here. And I'm just so excited because this work has changed my life. And I don't have any secret sauce. I literally don't. I'm the most average human being (laughs) in this world. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just average. And so that's how I know that... If it can change my life and literally live the dream that I have always wanted to, it can do that for you too. And I would just love to help you. So let me know how I can help. And remember to love yourself, own your happiness, manage your thoughts, and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.